being born as a human is the best blessing anyone can ever ask for why this is because only we are blessed with a so called sixth sense but how well are we or how responsibly are we using it they say we must cherish and protect this life with utmost sincerity even if we are not able to do something at least we can do is we can cause no harm to beings around us do not directly but indirectly we are causing all sorts of harm to the flora and fauna which is blessed to us by the god so that we can use our sixth sense to protect them and coexist with them air water soil noise all these sorts of pollution we have excelled in these mining and dumping of non renewable resources is a part of our daily routine can we wake up at least now or are we just turning a blind eye Welcome to Women's Peria podcast, a podcast for your daily dose of inspiration, where we greet and meet the gems among us, and the immense lessons of them shows us the great listenings and the great inspiration that we should have every day. We have Vijay Lakshmi Vikram Ma'am, who, according to me, sets the best example on how being and living the life that we preach and believe in gives immense satisfaction. She's a sweetheart of Instagram. At least that's how I came to know her. where she posts absolutely lovely super simple vegan and plant based recipes and pinches our hunger with her meal plates and absolutely darling expression of satisfaction and approval after tasting her dishes for the first time ever i am feeling so bad that i run a podcast which is all about audio recordings because i would have asked her requested her to one show us a lovely nod of approval <laughs> vijay ma'am has a full time job She believes in plant-based and vegan diet. She volunteers for animal rehabilitation and rescue and is a stunning lovely mother of two. She is always on her sneakers, revolutionizing it with a classic sari. She sets an absolute lovely message out to the people that though the transition has happened over the years, how drastic changes like giving up on meat or any such drastic lifestyle changes is not actually the exact need of the hour. But firstly, realizing itself that we are ready to be on the track to protect the environment is but how and why will be told to us by her over to vijay ma'am hello vijay ma'am hi devathi thank <laughs> you so much for having me over it's my pleasure very humble and honored to be here so am i you don't know that my my <laughs> i'm just controlling myself right now because i i'm a die hard fan of yours If you ask me there was once a time I used to log into Instagram only to look at you. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes ma'am. So once always when I start my podcast I have a routine, I have a tradition. So you have to tell me the two affirmations that you say to your mirror every morning. All right, Devathi, so I did see your podcast and mm-hmm. uh, I know this is your uh, classic opening question. Yes. So I came prepared. Oh, wow. So I couldn't move uh, an affirmation looking into the mirror, but mm-hmm. I want to share my favorite story, okay. um, which is uh, a sense of uh, affirmation to me each time hmm. um, I get uh, down or uh, I feel a little, uh, you know, not so positive. Okay. So this is uh, a story from my son's, I think, fourth or fifth grade uh, literature book, mm-hmm. and the story is very simple. Hmm. It's about how. Um, 
uh, high tide washes ashore a mm. thousands and thousands of starfish mm. next morning there's this little boy who is mm. picking up uh, each of these starfish and tossing okay. them into uh, the sea Yeah. because once the sun goes up uh, the hmm. starfish uh, you know will perish if they continue to stay on the shore right so okay. this little boy does this uh, tirelessly hmm. there's this old man who is walking along the shores uh, sees hmm. this little boy and hmm. approaches him and tells him what are you doing hmm. even if you do this for the next few hours hmm. there is no way you're going to be able to save all of them right so right. this little boy tells the old man hmm. yes sir i do know that Hmm. um i can't save all of them but hmm. this little fellow in my hand he points to a sharp starfish in his hand hmm. says i made a difference to him hmm. and that he tosses that little uh, starfish back into the sea okay now touched by what this little boy uh, does hmm. uh you know the old man starts following the little boy and hmm. uh, starts picking up as many starfish as he can hmm. and tossing them back into the sea hmm. so if you see revati this is such a simple story and so so powerful Uh, yes. because uh, you know uh, in this lifetime or hmm. on a day to day basis there is no way you're going to be able to solve the big crisis yes you're not going to be say, able to save everything or everyone or whatever you are aspiring to do yes but uh, knowing that every day some act of yours a small change of yours can hmm. somewhere a small act of kindness can somewhere help someone or something yes. is is a big motivation for us to not give up not get pulled down and uh, always continue to do what we believe in and continue mm. to do our best Correct. so that that's my affirmation uh, that's a story that i would like to remember that i would like to read mm. uh, every single day um, you know or tell myself every single day uh, mm. if i start getting into that habit travati beautiful ma'am that is so cute i mean more than cute like never give up give up on your responsibility because it is it's called a responsibility for a reason right That's so right. respecting your responsibilities the most lovely thing that anybody can do beautiful ma'am okay so moving forward ma'am so you tell us about your journey from being a vegetarian to transitioning into a vegan yeah so i was not raised a vegan mm-hmm. um i was uh, raised a vegetarian okay. um, and eggs were okay uh, we used okay. to eat eggs or uh, you know vegetarian kind of lifestyle with eggs uh, in baking okay. then i got married into a hardcore non vegetarian <laughs> okay so and i raised my children as uh, non vegans mm-hmm. and uh, i think about 10 years back is mm-hmm. when uh, i wanted to move into a plant based diet Hmm. uh more for health issues uh, because i uh, you know had very bad uh, ibs which is irritable bowel syndrome yeah um you know i've been struggling for it for a very long time i had very bad skin acne prone hmm. skin which just didn't uh, you know seem to calm down hmm. and then i read this article about uh, plant based diet being good on the gut and once your gut is a uh, strong your skin is good hmm. and your entire health uh, improves once your gut is taken care of so i just decided to give it a shot and uh, wow in 6 months in a year i uh, saw some amazing transformation hmm. and uh, i decided to uh, you know stick to the plant based uh, uh, you know routine hmm. and plant based routine a lot of people get confused uh, what is a plant based diet it is more of a diet it's all about the food that we take in Okay. And uh, what happened was during this time I started getting uh, involved with uh, you know one of the NGOs uh, mm-hmm. that's into animal rescue and rehabilitation and 
that's when I fell in love with all the, you know, cows and donkeys and goats. Uh, mm. These are large animals and, of course, the dogs. Mm. And uh, I, you know, started learning about, uh, you know, uh, all aspects uh, of how we're kind of destroying the, uh, you know, uh, the balance mm. in this earth uh, mm. by animal farming. And mm. that's when I decided to get into, uh, you know, a vegan lifestyle. Okay. And uh, so it's been a journey, uh, Revati, even mm. the vegan lifestyle uh, from plant-based to vegan lifestyle. It's mm. one thing about the food. Mm. It's also about the lifestyle, which is about everything that goes outside, right? Mm. Your clothes that you wear, uh, mm. the makeup that you put on. Right. Uh, to the shoes that you wear everything mm. is it's all about a lifestyle yes so that that's been my journey so uh, it's it's uh, about 10 years of plant-based diet and i would say about three years or three and a half years of being vegan mm. and uh yeah it's, it's been a good one it's been a very rewarding one mm. and um you know it, it's something that i'm truly passionate and committed to uh, for the rest of my life yeah so but uh once you told me that your skin was once acne based one no woman is going to believe that. You know, oh, yeah. in fact, there is a post on that, Riviti. If you see my post yeah. on that, yes, you know, before yes. and after, you would be like, oh my God, is this you? So. <laughs> because the first thought that came to my mind when I started looking at your videos, I was like, wow, a Bharatanatyam dancer who cooks. And then you told us, no, I'm not a Bharatanatyam dancer. You had put a post on that as well. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you had replied to somebody's comment on that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I was like, she's not a Bharatanatyam dancer. So what is she? she? And his skin was like skin. I probably that is the first thing everybody notices. And oh, that's just Devati. Uh, that's good lighting. Don't get carried away. I'm very much, <laughs> you know, have my share of uh, applause. But I yes. think uh, you know we are obsessed with the concept of glowing skin. Let's yeah, uh, understand. You have some luminous body to radiate. <laughs> so you can't on you know not if no, I don't think anybody can have glowing skin right because that's our, true. we are not meant to be radiating bodies yes so uh, I think uh, that's a lot of uh, yeah touch wood my skin is uh, you know a uh, fairly uh, you know good and uh, doesn't have trouble but Healthy, it's yeah. also the makeup hmm. uh, the good foundations hmm. and good foundations of course really, yes. and hmm. the lighting Right. Yes. That's the reason you uh, find the reels uh, a lot brighter. And trust me, if you see me in person, I, I don't look like the ones you see in the reels. <laughs> so actually my notion, I mean, my belief on your skin was like, it looks so plump. It looks so uh, healthy. That was my first thing that came to my mind regarding your skin. So yes, there are people who like, uh, who know, like, who know much about makeup. They'd be like, okay, this makeup is perfect. They'll be having that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, you you're a good you're a good advertiser for the lights that you're using. They haven't contacted me yet. So oh. okay. <laughs> All right, Bob. Okay, coming back to the conversation. So uh, you know, milk, ghee, paneer, all these uh, animal-based products have become a very imp- uh, the part of our lives. Yeah. So can you tell everyone that uh, how to reduce consumption of animal products and how it is affecting our environment? Because to a common man, this is like, okay, this is from milk only, no? How is it going to affect the environment? We don't have much knowledge on it. Correct. So let me start with the second question. You have okay. two parts to that question. So how is animal farming on the whole bad? Yes. Or how is it affecting our environment? Right. Mm. So, 
uh, yes, we come, uh, you know, uh, from a civilization where, uh, you know, conventionally animals are consumed. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, animals are grown uh, either for their skin or uh, for the fur hmm. or uh, for the meat or uh, for the products that they uh, produce. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, the uh, ancestral days were such that, you know, the pop, the demand and the supply hmm. uh, were always balanced. So hmm. uh, you always had uh, more uh, supply than, uh, you know, demand. Hmm. But uh, looking at the way the human race has, hmm. uh, you know, just exploded uh, hmm. in terms of the population, hmm. uh, you know, we cannot afford to be in animal uh, farming uh, hmm. because uh, animal farming contributes to about 30%, 28% to be precise, of mm-hmm. uh, all the greenhouse gas emissions, which is what results in a global uh, warming. Hmm. Now, uh, this is a proven fact. There is nothing about me giving a fact or me giving numbers. Please right. read about it, right? So, yeah. uh, uh, animal farming is one of the top five reasons hmm. uh, why, uh, you know, uh, we are kind of increasing the carbon uh, footprint. Hmm. Uh, of course, there is always the transportation, the petroleum and so on and so forth. So whenever I talk about carbon footprint or whenever yeah. anybody talks about greenhouse gas emissions, the first thing that you talk about to think about is transport. No, transport hmm. is one of them. Yes. But more than transport, it's also the food that we eat and, food that we eat and the lifestyle that we eat. Hmm. Now, um, having said that, we live in a, you know, a world where children don't have food uh, across the world. They do not have good nutritious food. Correct, correct. Rice is so expensive. Uh, hmm. Basic grains are expensive. Vegetables are expensive. Agricultural farmers are, hmm. you know, not having good yield. Uh, and you constantly keep hearing about how agricultural farmers are suffering and, uh, you know, uh, they're not able to pay back the uh, debts on their land because the soil is no longer as fertile as what it used to be uh, yes. in, uh, back in the days. Yes. Now, uh, water is a scarcity. Today, uh, one bottle of water is anywhere between 10 to 100 rupees, depends upon where you're buying it. Correct. Now, most of, uh, we are all lucky to be in cities, to live in complexes where uh, water is get, take, given for, taken for granted. Hmm. But most of our uh, people are still uh, waiting for water to come in twice a week or thrice a week where they are stored in uh, overhead uh, containers, they are stored in bins. And this is the reality of all the big cities and, um, you know, major towns. Hmm. Why is the scarcity of water? Uh, hmm. It's because of, again, global warming and because uh, water is being diverted uh, into uh, industries. Hmm. Uh, water is being uh, diverted also for uh, animal farming, which is, in a way, an industry. Hmm. Now, uh, at this rate, where the demand is much more than the uh, supply, uh, hmm. you know, we cannot sustain. The water needs to be diverted for agricultural farming. Yeah. And uh, the amount of pollution definitely needs to go down coming hmm. from animal farming for hmm. us to have a more sustainable uh, environment. Hmm. So this is why from an environmental impact point of view, it's not about just uh, us bicycling you know, to work rather than taking the car. That's a great step. Hmm. But it also has to be coupled with the kind of lifestyle that we lead yes. uh, so that uh, you know the future for our children and their our children, uh, hmm. you know, is an earth which is fertile, yeah. uh, which uh, is not, uh, you know, Bad. where oxygen is mm. available in plenty, yeah. and mm. where, uh, you know, food mm. and water, you know, mm. is not a scarcity for them. Correct. Yeah. So, mm. I hope that answered the question, Revati, on, mm. uh, you know, the environmental impact. And you mm. had asked me a question on, you know, cows, ghee, and yeah. uh, 
milk mm. and yogurt is integrated part of our lifestyle right, right. so it yes. means Hmm. right it's not just milk even meat is an integrated part of many people's lifestyle yes. then it's yes. a part of a lifestyle you know hmm. mutton is a part of a lifestyle so hmm. giving up on anything that's been a part of our lifestyle is extremely tough yes. first of all i um you know perhaps it's, it's a little controversial but the hypocrisy of pure vegetarians just gets to me reviti that's one thing you know hmm. Hmm. Um, you know that's something that annoys me for the simple reason that there is so much awareness you cannot you know feign to be ignorant any longer yes a pure vegetarian there is nothing called a pure vegetarian and <laughs> that you are not harming you know yes. animals okay there is nothing called a pure vegan also by the way i'll come to it if you're interested of course But, i'd uh, be yeah yes yeah. hmm. pure vegetarians uh, saying that they don't cause harm to animals is hmm. a big uh, you know hypocrisy <laughs> yes because think about it for mm. all the milk that you have for all Correct. the meat that you drink where yes. what is that where is the cow going after its productive days are done right what yeah. is the beef calf being used for so mm. it is being used for the beef industry for the leather, leather industry and mm. there are two sides of the same coin mm. so was saying that oh i'm not the one eating beef or i'm not the one you know uh, wearing leather or i'm not one slaughtering the cow mm. it's uh, you know doesn't matter you know yeah. i think our law is very clear whether you are the one to stab a person or whether you are the one paying another person to stab stab person, it correct uh, correct yeah. a murder is a murder is a murder mm. so uh, i think it's time for us to realize that uh, you know there is nothing called pure vegetarians not harming animals it's hmm. it's one and the same hmm. uh, if you are consuming animal products you are contributing to the demand hmm. and uh, the demand is seen in the retail stores from breads and biscuits to every other product contains yes. uh, dairy hmm. and uh, once that uh, the supply demand uh, as it exists the you know the chain is extremely offset um, the supply is very less when compared to the demand hmm. the result of which uh, you know uh, the ones to pay at the end of the day the ones hmm. who get impacted are the poor animals hmm. and really the poor farmers right the folks in the villages who hmm. face the brunt hmm. of all the greed right uh, that uh, you know the humanity has to throw sitting in towns and hmm. uh, villages so the hmm. you know folks in the villages unfortunately are the ones to suffer uh, because of uh, you know the lifestyle of the people uh, you know sitting in towns and villages yes Sorry, towns and Town, cities, cities. Sorry. yeah yeah okay right so even uh, I, i just wanted to tell you this even i've heard people saying that uh, vegetables have become so costly and uh, for those 200 bucks i could i i can get a kilo of mutton or chicken yeah which like fulfills the need of the for the day uh, the dietary needs for the day so this is how people have become so it's like nothing is wrong like they are ready to spend on meat and uh, contribute to animal farming as you say but not on the vegetables which again affects the farmers correct correct yes. so in a lot of people uh, you know consume uh, a first question i get a lot of trolls or i get a lot of uh, you know messages on this saying hmm. what happens to the poor dairy farmer mm-hmm. if you want to help the dairy how can you never ask this question about agricultural farmers, farmers. right correct correct you know i saw this uh, insta post it was so hard wrenching there's this hmm. farmer in nasik who's just hmm. throwing away kilos and kilos and tons and tons of potatoes oh, sorry God. tomatoes hmm. uh, because the price has wholesale price has dropped to 100 rupees per kg oh, and uh, hmm. the frustration the anger is something that is unimaginable because uh, hmm. it, uh, 
it's it's just start, it was an extremely distressing video to see and hmm. what do you do you move on to the next post right yes or story hmm. so uh, when it comes to a personal change when i tell you revati what you're doing is wrong your immediate reaction is trying to justify it uh, to a social cause right yes 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 and uh, where was your social cause or where is your social cause uh, when it comes to agricultural farmers right hmm. and the answer is not stuffing our faces with more pizza and more uh, cheese and more kheer right hmm. If you really want to make a change for mm. the dairy farmers and mm. uh, what you would do is start educating the next generation of dairy farmers mm. so that they have a chance for development like you and I did right right the second thing if you really want to help is you mm. cut down your demand don't be worried about the people on the street mm. what the people on the street do they can't afford three or four cashews every day yeah. uh, they can't really afford milk please don't worry about the people on the street you mm. must make the change Yes. When you make the change, when people like us make the change, mm. the demand and the supply will mm. definitely, you know, get impacted. Supply becomes suddenly more than mm. the demand, and Correct. that supply can be used for people on the street. That supply mm. can be used for people who need it more mm. than us. And mm-hmm. the entire population is not going to convert into a plant-based diet overnight, course, right? So this is a journey. It takes a period of time. It takes generations to convert. Mm. So don't. Uh, all i would say is that we look for reasons we look for excuses we look exactly. for we hide behind social causes right yes, i yes. tell you or even if you're going to tell me you are wrong hmm. i will try and justify it that's our immediate reaction of course and uh, that's exactly sometimes uh, you know what we do i think if you want to uh, if you want a reason to change i think uh, if you i think the important aspect is besides the animals it's also the environment hmm. so make the change um you know one step at a time so that mm. you can help cut down the uh, demand hmm hmm but uh, as you were discussing earlier can you elaborate a little bit more on carbon footprints and also you were telling there is no such thing as pure veganism yeah so yes, uh, those that's a loaded question revati so <laughs> i will talk about uh, pure veganism and then yeah. come back to carbon footprint sure the uh pure veganism is uh, you know the lifestyle is such that you don't harm any uh, creature uh, hmm. you don't harm a soul right hmm. but let's uh, face it right uh, hmm. this i'm sitting in this nice multi storied constructed apartment which hmm. was built clearing uh, i'm sure acres and acres of forest land right yes uh, or a plantation where did the animals uh, living in this area go right oh, they, they perished as a hmm. result of which i have this house hmm. and i'm sitting in the house hmm. uh, so uh, of course uh, i have contributed to animal cruelty even if i was raised vegan doesn't matter the very hmm. fact that i'm not a minimalist liver, liver right mm. living kind of lifestyle right yes. so uh, the very fact that you have a house uh, you know proves that you are not living in some forest in a hut so uh, uh, which means that uh, to clear the space you have um, harmed some animals now mm. let's talk about medicines mm. let's talk about vaccines i mm. took my covid shield i took my uh, you know uh, vaccine i'm not going mm. to say oh my god this vaccine was tested on so many animals right yeah That's of which uh, you know i'm not going to take my vaccine that is the stupidity right mm, so the, the difference between and so, so is i don't know which of our medicines added on to cross into imodium i'm sure they have all been tested on uh, you know millions of uh, uh, you know uh, animals so right. there are certain um, you know uh, i would say circumstantial uh, requirements uh, hmm. which uh, forces us uh, not to be vegans uh, hmm. 
uh, I think it's a very gray area, uh, Revati. And yeah. I think the very fact that you know, so when some vegans start talking about animal cruelty, they get very preachy and they have the high ground, which oh. is what I hate because none of us, <laughs> you know, have that right to judge yeah. another person, right? Right. I'm sure if it comes to uh, you know a decision between life and death, uh, hmm. each of us will choose our own life. Yes, uh, survival no of the what fittest. Happens to the other person or the other being, right? Hmm. That's how uh, humans and we are hmm. attuned to be selfish. So, hmm. I think when it comes to uh, you know medications and yeah. uh, you know uh, the way you know medicine is taught, there is a uh, uh, dissection of uh, animals, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Bats frogs and you're not going to say oh this doctor has done this so i'm not going to go to him hmm. or her and get treatment that's just ridiculous hmm. so um which is why there's nothing called a pure uh, vegan uh, lifestyle in my opinion because right. uh, at the end of the day all of us are consuming a hmm. product one way or the other or contributing to one way or the other an animal uh you know being harmed another life being harmed hmm. but the real question is uh, here and it's not like i don't plug in dengue uh, mus- you know this mosquito <laughs> to keep my dengue mosquitoes away right yes, i don't yes. come in mosquitoes and bite me because i'm a vegan <laughs> it doesn't uh, work that way right so okay. um, so i think uh, the uh, intent is that uh, you know you do your best uh, yes. to avoid cruelty to animals yes uh, which in a way does not impact your life which doesn't impact your health hmm. uh, and uh, you know i think uh, that big step that having that awareness and making that change consciously hmm. i think hmm. is uh, you know definitely going to contribute to 80% of the problems Correct. that we Let's worry about the other twenty percent of pharma companies testing on animals later. Mm-hmm. First, let's do this eighty percent now successfully. Why do we support the twenty percent when eighty percent, uh, you know, something uh, is something that we can clearly work on? Yes, 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 exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I think, uh, your second question was more. Sorry, do you want me to answer the question on greenhouse emission, or do you have another, uh, you know, question? No, ma'am, you can go about it because I, I'm very sure that most of the people must be unaware about it. Okay, so, so uh, yeah. what happens is, uh, you know, as you're aware that uh, there are something called uh, greenhouse uh, uh, gases, right? Yes, yes. And these are, uh, you know, a byproduct of various, and, uh, you know, all the uh, petroleum uh, uh, that we consume, uh, hmm. the fuels that we consume. So uh, what happened was this concept was, I think, uh, the concept of individual carbon footprint was actually introduced by one of the um, uh, petroleum industries themselves, right? Mm. It was a diversion. So when there was a lot of noise about how much, uh, you know, pollution uh, Mm. these industries are uh, are providing. Mm. So it's a great, it is a great way to kind of spin it around, right? Say that, you know what? We have come up with this concept of uh, carbon footprint. Forget about the industries. Uh, mm. Look at each of your individual carbon fo- footprint. From the time you wake up, mm. you uh, drink this, you eat this, you go in a car, you come back in a car, mm. you travel uh, once in a while, you know, travel once in a month by yes. flight. So, mm. uh, you know, there is something called an index, the carbon footprint. Uh, mm. This is your carbon footprint, an individual carbon footprint. Mm. You can do certain things to bring it down. So it was like a diversion to kind of... Uh, you know, to say what is my individual carbon footprint and how can you reduce it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, help, uh, you know, to, to the overall uh, aspect of uh, global warming. Mm-hmm. Now, well, this caught on very well, right? Because it was a, you know, paid propaganda, all the industries kind of, uh, you know, joined hands and mm-hmm. it caught on very well. And uh, even today, I think uh, it made sense. Though 
it was though people say it was intended for the purpose of bringing in diversion right mm-hmm. i think uh, it was one such concept that caught on very well mm-hmm. and we still refer to it as individual carbon footprint and mm-hmm. the intent is that yes how uh you know minimalistic imi in terms of uh, consumption of products uh, or usage of pro- products hmm. uh, that are coming from industries that involve a high uh, you know carbon emission right okay. greenhouse gas yeah. emission right so th- that's that's what the entire thing is about so if you are consuming heavily meat uh, hmm. then or you are a user of let's say uh, you know leather fabrics leather hmm. industry is one of uh, you know the most polluting uh, industries hmm. uh, in the world Hmm. so uh, if you are consuming heavily on leather all of us want leather sofas and uh, you know leather yeah. jackets leather boots yes. hmm. it's uh, you know it's again an industry that contributes as i mentioned if you're hmm. you know consuming heavily on meat again it's uh, exactly. it's an industry that contributes uh, contributes hmm. so it's about how we can start decreasing some of these consumptions hmm. um you know kind of switch to more of uh, you know a vegan lifestyle so that hmm. the individual carbon footprint comes down from a lifestyle point of view Hmm. there are there are tons of other things like you know what do you smoke do you how do you travel to work do hmm. you do carpooling you know there are so many other things uh, you know that we can do hmm. uh, towards uh, you know bringing the entire uh, towards bringing down our carbon footprint right 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 yes ma'am so now uh, now it's pretty clear because uh, people uh, i'm pretty sure that people will be very much unsure about what carbon footprint exactly is but like now they must be pretty, they would have learned that how each and every individual is responsible towards the environment absolutely yes. yes yes ma'am so moving forward let's go to the next question where uh, you have told us like how we are deteriorating the environment but what i myself as an individual or any person can start taking small steps towards the conservation of the environment a, a little bit uh, more of uh, elaboration on this ma'am Sure, sure. So yeah. I'm not going to talk about food. I think we have spoken enough about, about the food, yes. right? So yes, I ma'am. think the food part of it is very clear. So the first big change is what we eat, and we have yes. spoken about it. Yes. Ah, uh, the second uh, big thing is, of course, there are so many of these, uh, you know, uh, amazing. Uh, uh, not I wouldn't just say post, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing uh, campaigns on mm-hmm. how we can uh, reduce consumption of plastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, that that's a great way uh, to get embarked on. I think a lot of people are becoming conscious about it. Even my, mm-hmm. you know, my mother, my mother-in-law, they would mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, don't buy this in plastic and come buy. Uh, you take the bag." Right. So uh, they're getting very conscious about consumption of plastic, which is a great thing, right? So bringing mm-hmm. down. are uh, the consumption of uh, plastic hmm. there are small small tips uh, brevity and we can't hmm. possibly cover all of them today and let me all give right. you <laughs> yeah right? and hmm. uh, uh first and foremost is uh, you know uh, we are talking about it's not just plastic and the food it's also hmm. about uh, you know uh, the things that we use in our household right hmm. try and uh, going to a more uh, sustainable solution hmm. uh, towards all those uh, household items for hmm. example uh, you know uh, Uh, soaps okay right. so right. until um, about uh, before pre covid hmm. uh, i think for about 6 uh, years i have hmm. never used soap on my body okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have used my i used to prepare my own bath powder okay 
uh, which is uh, predominantly a gram flour it you have a disinfectant which is like either neem powder hmm. or you know and you have a fragrant uh, which is like a sandalwood powder or for yeah. the edible camphor hmm. and so cheap all these things are so cheap and hmm. you just mix it with water and uh, you apply it and oh my god i'm telling you it you will smell you know so good divine and, uh, <laughs> yeah divine and mm-hmm. it's just amazing hmm. now, Uh, this is just a, such a small way of uh, you know decreasing uh, hmm. uh, the uh, soap pollution right the Correct. soap getting into our waters yes. so every change counts right every time you take a bath think about it hmm. uh, it's hmm. about let's say uh, 2 grams of soap that you would use uh, you know a gram of uh, a bar of soap is about 100 grams or, yes. you know yes. and then you you'd use it for okay 5 grams of soap right even if hmm. i use it for 20 days hmm. right it's for 5 grams per uh, Uh, you know, for bath, and yeah. uh, this in a you know bucket of water or two buckets of water or worse mm. shower, mm. right? The water mm. is not recyclable because it it's just polluted with the soap, right? Of course, of course. So even if we can change, even if you don't want to do this kind of bath every single day, you will change mm. it only you know thrice a week. Mm. Now thrice a week, you are bringing down that uh, you know 15 grams of soap from getting into our waters, right? Mm-hmm. So every step counts, every change counts, and if it's not just you, if there are like thousands and Ten thousands and lakhs of us thinking that way. Hmm. Imagine that fifteen grams of soap, you know, multiplied by lakhs of people, right? Exactly. That's the impact we Goodness. would have on the environment. So small changes, and hmm. I'm I promise to get back to it because um, hmm. I saw this. There's this lady called Pankti that I follow on Instagram, and hmm. I saw her post, and I said, "Oh my God, I should get back to it." And the only reason I stopped Ravi is because I didn't want to clean my bathroom floors. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, I think these are all small changes that we mm. can embark on. Mm. Just there's so much of information out there, so right. no longer, uh, uh, you know, can you say I wasn't aware or mm. uh, right, you right, can hide behind ignorance. Correct, correct. So, as long as you know how to use internet, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the products that you use at home, right? Yes, Your yes. Disinfectants that you use at home, the mm. you know cleaning solutions. Is there yeah. an alternative? Yes. And, even from uh, you know what you rub your vessels with this hmm. is can use coconut fiber instead yes. right so yes. you need to buy a sponge from outside hmm. so these are not just uh, you know sustainable options they're very affordable and they're also they're going to save us some money at the end of the day exactly right? exactly so yes. uh, i think once we start questioning some of these products that we have in mind mm. not all of my products are with the 100% are you yeah. know zero waste or you know they don't uh, they are not pollutant free mm-hmm. but if i do uh, you know a kind of a quick survey of the items mm. i can easily say about 50 to 60% are right, right. So okay. every household gets on to that transformation of decreasing that waste of mm. decreasing that usage of plastic use the usage of products that are going to pollute our waters right mm-hmm. uh, then uh, it's it's going to be make such a big impact collectively then we could start progressing towards increasing that percentage mm-hmm. uh, every household lovely lovely <laughs> so this is this is the smallest of the steps that you have suggested with but really it would cause a great impact Absolutely, Ravi. It's yes. the smallest uh, step, you know. When people yes. say, "Oh, what difference does it make me taking a bath once mm. a day, me yes. giving up ghee or me giving up uh, milk one?" Correct. What difference does it make? Oh, trust me, it makes. Again, it's mm. not just you individually. People, you know, th- thousands and lakhs and uh, you know, crows of it. Thinking like us. Mm. you will make the impact yes. but the in, important aspect is to get started and one more important revati is mm. to share the stories in platforms like these right? yes yes so 
that's when people get inspired people start thinking people might hate that's you for it yeah. but at the end of the day you have planted that seed right mm-hmm. people think because we are logical creatures yes ma very well, true you know the very fact that you have started you know getting someone to think about these aspects whether they do it today or tomorrow mm. the journey will commence right and that's i think true. that becomes extremely critical that's very true so once we we can read a lot we can uh, write about it a lot but once your peer is telling you about it and once a person who's practicing it uh, when you start following the person and the person is consistent about it there will be a change you will bring a change into some person's life that is very true absolutely yes ma'am so ma'am uh, i this one thing has come to my mind uh, i live in an area where uh, i get to see a lot of stray dogs and also cows i mean the owners of the cows do not they don't have much space in their homes where they can have the cows with them and feed them throughout the day so what they do is they just let the cows be so these cows they move straying i mean they move around the roads and stand on the middle of the road during the nights you know why because the roads will be cool for them right during the middle of the night so this causes a lot of traffic i i should not use the exact word uh, but uh, uh the movement of people is disturbed so can you tell us about some organizations that people can be can have awareness about to reach out to when they witness any cruelty or uh, they want to help any stray animals yeah sure sure so and by the way the cow yeah. eating garbage that's where our milk is coming from exactly yes right so even i got to meet some uh, people who are into dairy farming they were like uh, i'm not able to afford the uh, daily fodder that we offer to the cow so that's the reason why i just let him out so yeah i let the cow out so the cow uh, grazes all over the place and uh, yes that's so, true so huh. first yeah. i think uh, you know for stray dogs and hmm. you know uh, first of all having these cows uh, hang around the road and cause hmm. nuisance is the huh. word i didn't want to say that but yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we have to uh, coexist right <laughs> you are on the way in an ambulance yeah uh, you're exactly ha you know your loved one is at stake it it's very correct. much since you just because it's not happened to us doesn't mean it's not impacting somebody else right correct correct so uh, and uh, the dairy farmers have a responsibility and accountability to take care correct. of cows by the way they are funded by the government right and obviously hmm. that money is uh, pocketed for the things that hmm. not used to take care of their uh, you know work up that not used for taking care of the animals yes now having said that uh, yeah there are organizations uh, which you have to familiarize yourself you know in that respective city mm-hmm. so uh, please uh, you know google up look, follow instagram in terms of uh, you know uh, swing dogs or stray dogs or you know vegan lifestyle of the city of the towns you in which you live Hmm. and start contacting these folks you have to be very careful because a lot of uh, you know organizations or these accounts on instagram so called can also be fake who are just right. collecting money and you have hmm. no idea who you are donating to correct so, a little very um, you know you have to uh, talk to folks in the community who are uh, you know having knowledge hmm. uh, or if unfortunately all your uh, neighbors hate animals and they have no clue you live in one such community where people aren't aware hmm. the best would be social media you know right. start reaching out on social media to your local groups hmm. because there is no point in establishing network with groups that are sitting outside your town and country that's right call me up and saying i'm living in this city and there is an animal being mistreated what can i hmm. do right hmm. right 
think anybody can do at least in my city i have we have the contacts we know hmm. which organizations are involved we can call we can inform we can go to the nearby police station hmm. we can do something so it is yes. extremely important for you to develop that network hmm. and but that's only possible and the good news is you have social media gone are the days when you're dependent on a landline Correct. so find out about these organizations in your towns and uh, in your respective city hmm. and i think the important thing is a uh, stray dogs Hmm. uh go through a lot in their lives so my humble request to everyone listening this uh, pod, pod, listening to this podcast is that hmm. if you hmm. can't help them don't be mean to them right, right. uh don't uh, if you don't want to feed them you hate dogs uh, hmm. it is okay it is your personal uh, hmm. preference of not liking a dog or an animal nobody's hmm. forcing you but don't please cause them harm hmm. uh, because they literally uh, live by the day they go through so much hmm. and uh, these are the breeds that have been with us since indus valley civilization they are the right. true indians hmm. uh, they are called uh, the indies so please hmm. don't cause them harm help hmm. them if you can hmm. uh, if you cannot please leave them alone that hmm. that's my uh, only request don't harm them please, um, yeah. you know hmm. that the simple request and please yeah do if you find a dog or if you find an animal being you know cruelly treated hmm. uh, don't just sit quiet saying what's why should i report it's not my business please hmm. call these uh, rescue centers record hmm. it video it because our laws are extremely fragile as far as animal cruelty is concerned you need mm-hmm. evidence which mm-hmm. is in the form of uh, uh, videos or recordings so please okay. if you tape it please um, please record it you have a mobile phone all the time mm-hmm. in your hands yes so please uh, record these things report it it becomes mm-hmm. very important mm-hmm. and uh, you know not just to sit quiet because mm-hmm. once we sit quiet and we turn a blind eye Yeah. we are as much responsible for that crime as the person who is doing it right correct correct so, correct uh, please please report the crimes when uh, you see animals uh, being tortured and abused yes 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 so we as human beings though we are as i told as i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that are blessed with the sixth sense but we seldom do we use it because yes. we have been blessed with this to protect our co co, co- i mean uh, beings that live with us with that live around us but uh, but we concentrate more on protecting our own human society uh, our own human relationships rather than the relationships that that should be actually protecting that is with the nature correct correct absolutely devati and actually yeah. that point you know humans are so selfish that we don't even protect our own kind correct uh, we protect our blood right hmm. our family our hmm. friends my children my yes. family my parents hmm. uh, i'm just giving you an example see hmm. uh, we both are mothers and you yes. see a small child uh, hmm. running up to us how many hmm. of us are guilty of having nudged away the child right sometimes in disgust saying hmm. okay, right in fact right. the word produces chi chi go away right hmm. and how many of us have done it you are not probably going to admit it but at some point or time it's not like we run to uh, the help of every small child the uh, orphan uh, you know on the street right uh, so that's how selfish we are but you know i have been blessed uh, mm. to be with uh, animals uh, mm. with cows in particular who mm. having lost their own child okay mm. and cows know when it is their own child or whether it's another child right oh, it's an yeah. they very much you know intelligent creatures mm. at 
uh, cow has you know fed at least two three cows which has been discarded by the dairy industry and oh. uh, you know brought them up like her own oh, having right. known that she has lost her baby right? right so that's the beauty of a true mother right? right that's the beauty of a mother is to not you loving your own child are yaar it's no big deal it you are you're coded you've been genetically coded yes. to your own child right hmm. there's no big deal with that hmm. you being able to love you know and care for another creature whether hmm. it's a human or another life right. is what sets us apart right correct, saying that correct. i'm this mother because i care for my own child or i hmm. care for my grandmother is like oh my god it's uh, as basic as it gets it's like uh, <laughs> you know, as uh, it there's nothing no big deal at all right it's just like breathing is a part of our life it's just like absolutely. that absolutely yes. yes so yes. i breathe 50 times per minute is not nothing that's nothing big about it right? Correct, right. <laughs> i care for my children and i sacrifice my children are you brought your child into the world yes be born so you better sacrifice <laughs> you wanted the child you had him correct correct right. what it takes to make sure the child has a good future a secure correct. future this is a good human being at the end of the day right so once we start realizing that it's not only about your own child but everything around you is what you need to take care of correct. only then we can bring the slightest of the change in the society correct everybody actually it scares me sometimes right sometimes i'm happy that you know hmm. maybe our life span is going to be if we are lucky 20 30 years uh, yes. and hmm. uh, uh many you can say that i don't care what happens to the earth after that but just correct. think about the beautiful creation this earth is it it is it's a wonder by itself it of will course. find a way hmm. uh, to uh, you know survive earth will find a way to uh, survive the question Correct. is whether you are going to be a part of its survival or not right hmm. and hmm. having your leaving your legacy in some way or uh, other right right, so right. at the end of the day hmm. you being able to say i have made a difference in hmm. my own little way i think hmm. Uh, towards making sure mother earth lives on right it's extremely important for each one of us it's not about donating to an orphanage or donating to an animal center or think yeah. educating a child all those things are good things please continue yes. to do all of them right <laughs> yes but we'll also have to do something towards mother earth right each Correct. one of us have 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 we all have the responsibility and the accountability to make sure hmm. that earth is safe and hmm. it's going to be beautiful planet for next thousands of years to come yes 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 exactly so it's actually it's a shame that we are uh, we have to then and there uh, at times tell people that it is their duty to take care of the environment yeah because yeah. That, that that is the purpose of our life but we've forgotten it yeah absolutely yes so it was great having you in this in this podcast ma'am there was so much of learning from you it was indeed an eye opening session i got to learn so much and also i would say i would totally assure that everybody would have got their dose of inspiration from you for today thank you so much i <laughs> enjoyed uh, being a part of your podcast i wish you the very best thank I you very much for your platform to you know grow and bloom so that you are able to spread this positivity and wonderful messages that you are doing uh, on a day to day basis thank you and thank you very much for being here and thank you for your kind words thank you bye 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 yet another episode yet another learning yet another lovely inspiration to let me know how you felt about this episode and also if you want your story to be featured in womenspedia you can reach out to me through my email id womenspedia@gmail.com the spelling goes by w o m i n s p i r i a @gmail.com womenspedia pages are available in facebook twitter linkedin 
YouTube and Instagram. Apart from this, Womenspedia Tamil podcast is also available. For people who understand Tamil, you can listen to Tamil inspiration stories from our guests. Also, I have a podcast in which I converse and clarify the curious questions of my son, which is called as Sashu and Amma. The spelling is S H A S H U A N D A M M A. Until next time, this is Rate the signing off from Womenspedia. Contagiously inspiring. There is inspiration around you. Find it. Thank you very much.